Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for March 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two at two in the goal, always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, ladies and gentlemen. It's just amazing what goes on in the news. A quick recap of last hour. Myself and Sheriff Mack take on Jason Wilson, senior reporter for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Thomas Webb Jurgens, uh, attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center, gets arrested uh, terrorism charges. They claim he was there for peaceful observation purposes, but why was he dressed in black like the thugs, and why is he arrested for terrorism then? The battle rages of the Atlanta Police Department revealed that all the suspects are from out of state, or from uh, another country except for two of them. Two were from Canada and France. The rest were from states all over the country, and two were from Georgia, including the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney. And the bottom line is the FBI is supposed to be looking into this, but you know the FBI is criminal too, and they're in bed with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, the Southern Poverty Law Center says its endowment was $731.9 million as of the last reporting fiscal period. Tucker says the SPLC is a domestic terrorist group. He's spot on. 20-plus attorney generals have now doubled down because the FBI was forced to retract a report about the Catholics they put out with information from the Southern Poverty Law Center. After the FBI retracted that dishonest attack on the Catholics, um, then the 20-plus attorney state generals doubled down and said the SPLC is completely discredited. Boy, howdy. Is that true now? Now, remember, the FBI uses the Southern Poverty Law Center as a source. They've done that attacking me, attacking Richard Mack. It's so bad now, the Southern Poverty Law Center on their own webpage, admitting to the story, they're getting savaged comments, brutalized in comments on their own page. Now, I need to bring up a couple of things that you should know, because the Southern Poverty Law Center says, hey, our reporter, I mean, our uh, attorney, was there in an observation status. And, and they say for the National Lawyers Guild, the NLG, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I know the NLG sounds like the SPLC sounds good, but the fact is they're nothing, folks. The National Lawyers Guild, NLG, sounds official, but it's not. It's just a left-wing propaganda group of attorneys who provide, quote, legal assistance to Antifa members and others, uh, Sheriff Mack. They're no more credible than the Southern Poverty Law Center is, sir. No, they're not. And uh, anybody who's ever quoted or had anything to do with the SPLC should be really running uh, the opposite direction, obviously. But, but uh, Sam, that's why the SPLC has been so successful in their subterfuge. And that is because if they can get something put out publicly in their intel report or put it on the Internet, then anybody else who goes after you and me can use that as a quote. And they do. And most of these people never even call you or me. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one of them 
um, oh yeah, it was the Salt Lake Tribune. They actually were lying about me, and they they said uh, that they had uh, attempted to contact me but never got me. Uh, no, they didn't. How did they try to contact me? But see, these reporters lie all the time, and <clears throat> what uh, Rush Limbaugh had said made a living. Rush Limbaugh made a living, and a and a, and a big one, <laughs> made millions and millions of dollars by exposing the subterfuge of the lamestream, his term, lamestream media. And boy, is that ever true. Roger that truism, ladies and gentlemen. So this National Lawyers Guild needs to be discredited as well, ladies and gentlemen. They try to bring, uh, you know, this observer status by this attorney to the table. They use that term as if it's legitimate or has any value or credibility. Last hour, I highlighted that the FBI has vetted me with fingerprints, thumbprints, handprints, because whenever you're involved in a financial fiduciary responsibilities, the FBI has to do background checks on you. You can't get a mortgage license, for example, or a, a an insurance um, sales license or anything else if you haven't been vetted by the FBI. So the FBI uh, has uh, vetted me as clean on multiple occasions, Sheriff. I also um, got an email from James Edwards who reminded me of this fact. He says this, keep in mind the fact, Sam, that the Secret Service vetted Sam Bushman as well for the Republican National Convention. That's true. I was live at the Republican National Convention. CNN was bringing me water, by the way. To prove it, I'm sitting in the CNN booth with my photo, by the way. When their guys took a break, I asked the, the security there at the CNN booth. I'm like, hey, can I go sit at your news desk for fun? And they let me do it. I got this photo of me sitting at the CNN news desk like a reporter. It's kind of fun. Nevertheless, I was right there live uh, in the Republican National Convention. And I was vetted by the Secret Service to be uh, given allowed, uh, or I'm sorry, permission to attend that or media credentials to attend that, proving that we're a legitimate media service, proving mm-hmm. that I was clean by the Secret Service. Alex Jones couldn't even get in, but Sam Bushman did, Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you were there. I remember it well. Uh, and uh, I didn't go to that either. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't like crowds. Uh, and, and that's one of the reasons why I told people not to go to January 6th and that I refused to go. That's just a personal uh, claustrophobia issue that I have. The second one was uh, don't go to any huge quote rally <clears throat> when emotions are all over the the chart uh and i i still see no reason why anybody would in re- retrospect i know hindsight it's always 2020 i don't see why anybody would have chosen to go to january 6th why why would you go hear president trump speak when he's got two weeks left just to you know to say goodbye uh, to say, you know, we love you. Um, you don't need to be, you don't need to go there to do that. And, you know, send him an email or put a tweet tweet out that uh, you love him. Uh, I just saw no benefit in that. And, and Sam, once again, you and I were on the right side and we got accused of being a part of it all. We got yeah, because they didn't do their research. They don't care. They don't care about facts. By the way, yeah. um, just so you know, the term you're looking for is called enacrophobia, I think it's called. That's the fear of crowds, just so you all know. Oh, okay. Well, I, it's just it's all, it's all boiled down to claustrophobia to me. Like even at a football game, um, 
when we won the state championship, there's too many people crowding me, and I had to get out of the middle of the football field and 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 just you know get some get some air, <laughs> you know. So uh, so I wasn't actually there when they took the big team picture with the crowd. Uh, I was off to the side, and I so people say, "Hey, Grandpa, where are you in your team picture?" And I said, "Oh, I was off to the side talking to my girlfriend." There you <laughs> go. All right, let's talk about some of the rounds and the battles that we've had with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. You and I went with our buddy Tom DeWeese, who's involved in the American Policy Organization, AmericanPolicy.org. He's a great guy. He focuses on 2020 or 2030 agenda. He really educates folks to help people understand the desire to control us and take over land and the 2030 agenda plan and all that stuff. He's a great agenda. guy, but Agenda yeah. 21 is what it used to be called. That's right. And he you, he um, invited you and I to go speak at Valley Forge with him, right? Yes. Go ahead. Well, I, want, he, I want you to tell this story. Well, yeah. In fact, uh, I spoke there, and I said something like, um, I can't wait for the day when an IRS, a, uh, when a sheriff will arrest an IRS agent in his county. And the Southern Party Law Center uh, said that I said, I can't wait for sheriffs to take out or kill IRS agents. And the the Southern Party Law Center put it in their magazine that that's what I had said. And I didn't I didn't really do too much about it then. You know, I, I, I was a little bit ticked off at them, but yes. Uh, and then a few months later, uh, a reporter from the Southern Party Law Center, and I will say this, the Southern Party Law Center, uh, more than any of these other right, uh, right wing, left wing woke uh, periodicals and, and media outlets, if you can call them that, Southern Party Law Center has actually called me before they lie about me. Uh, they they didn't call me on this one uh, to say, hey, did you really say that? Did you really mean that? No, they never. They they supposedly had a uh, reporter pretending to be interested in the the meeting that Tom DeWeese had and they came in and recorded the whole thing. So they had, they had what I said on recording. So a few months later, they called me about something else. And I said, why would I talk to you guys? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, why would I talk to you guys when you lie about me in your Intel report and you put it out to the world uh, that uh, I've made requests for violence and blah blah blah, uh, and that I support violence and 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 the like. And th that reporter said, "Well, what did we ever lie about?" So I told him uh, about the incident at Valley Forge, and uh, when I when you and I both spoke there. And so uh, he says, "Well, I'm going to look that up." He says, "We have that on tape, Sheriff Matt." I said, "Oh, really? Good. Play it back to me." So they, anyway, he went and checked it, and then called me back. And when he called back, he went, oh, we got it wrong. And then we threatened to sue. And the story continues. Mac will give you the details right after this short pause right here on Brighty on Radio and the Loving Liberty Radio Network, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Share the love, will you? The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Live and on your radio, Sam Bushman, Richard Mack, the good sheriff is in the middle of a story telling you about the Southern Poverty Law Center. They make missteps when it comes to the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association all the time. Uh, the latest is when Sam Bushman takes on Jason Wilson uh, and they attack Sam Bushman relentlessly last week. Poetic justice this week, their attorney, Thomas Jurgens, arrested for terrorism. Wow. And when they attack us, they get hit back hard. The first round was just as interesting as you were telling the story, Sheriff. So you basically uh, brought up Valley Forge when they called you on the next piece. And you said, hey, you lied about me. And they said, well, let me go look it up. And they called you back, sir. And they, and they said, wow, you're right. Uh, we didn't get that uh, correctly. Uh, somebody uh, must have made a mistake. And I said, it's not a mistake. You guys did it on purpose. You know darn well uh, that I didn't say anything uh, even close to that we should be killing or shooting or, quote, taking out. I said, I never said the word. And, and let me stop out. you there, though. We have never said that we should shoot, kill, or take anyone out, unless we're talking about removing them from office or something like that, uh, legally no. and properly. But uh, oh, we've I, never, ever stated anything violent of any kind, neither of us. And we've got literally 30-plus years in the public eye, both of us, sir. Right, exactly. And, and I said, uh, abolish the IRS and abolish the federal income tax i've said that lots of times and i still do i'm i'm more into that now than i ever have been because it's so it's such oppression and abuse and slavery from our own government so this this guy actually uh played to me or or quoted to me what i actually said he says so i guess we need to do something about that well anyway i told him well i've had it with you guys and i've uh, I got I contacted uh, several lawyers, and 
by the time we got it going, uh, it had been a year since they printed it. And I said, well, you know, so what? They said, well, you have a year to sue on libel. And I said, well, how about if I, I didn't even know, I don't, I don't read the Intel report. I didn't even know it was there. So that became a key uh, issue there too. Yeah, just so you know, they so, call it their intelligence report. Just so you, if you're looking it up. Yeah, exactly. The, the SPLC Intel report or Intel report. So, and they've put some of the most bizarre articles in there. I mean, just lunacy, bizarre, crazy stuff about uh, when I was at, when I was teaching school at uh, Heritage Academy, they they sent out their intel reports to all the schools nationwide, and and the front page on their intel report had a a, a big time article. I thought it was a joke. It was a big time report telling schools how to deal with menstruation, female menstruation prejudice. And I and I kid you not, I went and showed it to the principal and the vice principal. I said, this is the type of stuff you're getting from this organization, and they're completely wacko. But what's really strange, Sam, you are correct, as you said this morning. When you can, when you can raise $730 million, you can make yourself look extremely intelligent and legitimate because money buys a lot of power, and it buys a lot of influence. And it buys a lot of media. Uh, and like I say, I've said this on your show. You've said it as well. When the media is on your side, you can get away with anything, including murder. And you can look at, you don't have to go any further than the Clintons to know how that, how true that is. So anyway, uh, we went, we got our lawyers and we, we started fighting uh, with them and wrangling back and forth. And so then finally, I told the Southern Poverty Law Center, look. I will drop my lawsuit, and all you have to do is print an apology, and I will ask for no money, but I will ask that you allow me to show my training that I do nationwide, that I can show my training for an hour to all SPLC employees. I said, how many do you have? And I believe they said 135. Yeah, now I know it's 300, just so you know the number now. Yeah, yeah, and this was this was uh, over ten years ago. So, so now they've added uh, all of the more employees. And what I wanted is because I believed that some of those people had to be sincere and honest in heart people. And I said, if 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 the honest in heart, if anybody just realistically wants to know the truth, and they see my training, they will know who I am and know everything that they've said about me is a lie. Well, Southern Poverty Law Center would have nothing to do with that because it would show their employees that they're a bunch of liars. And and so they they said absolutely not. Um, and so uh, they shut it all down and and they said, well, look, we'll, we'll we'll print a retraction. So they printed a retraction. They never apologized. They never said they were sorry. They just printed actually the truth as to what it was and they that they regretted the error. And when they uh, printed that retraction, just so you know, Jason Wilson, this thug, uh, dishonest reporter that I'm taking on right now, 
Um, well, he basically didn't even know about this because I schooled him on this. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to learn about that. I said, okay, I'm waiting for you to report back to me on what you find, sir. He still hasn't got back to me. I emailed him yesterday and I said, hey, dear Jason, Sam Bushman here, buddy. I uh, want to talk to you about this um, attorney uh, at your organization, you know, Thomas uh, Webb Jurgens. Uh, uh, you know, this guy's a criminal. I want to, I you know, talk to you about that and stuff like that because, you know, you asked me why I'm backing white supremacist and terrorist groups with my radio network and everything. And well, just so you know, I have James Edwards on the radio, and I also have another guy by the name of Eddie Miller. And they, they advocate for the white race sheriff, and um, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that because they're white. I assume the black people should advocate for the black race, too, and the Asians and everybody else, and I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with celebrating your heritage and being glad for who God made you. We're all God's children, and everybody should celebrate their heritage, and I'm okay with that. But what the Southern Poverty Law Center, here's how dishonest they are. I don't know if you know, but I have four times the amount of programming by black hosts than I do white advocate hosts, Sheriff. I didn't know that. And they didn't mention that that at all. Okay, I have Jesse Lee Peterson on, and I have C.L. Bryant on two black hosts. They have four times the amount of hours that James and this other guy have, Eddie. Uh, Okay, four times the amount. Southern Pilots Law Center never mentioned any of that. And they say, why do you have on these guys? Because I like free speech and because I believe we should tell all sides of the story. So I offered Jason to come on the radio, and he's too chicken, Sheriff. So I bring that up because when you sued the Southern Pilosina, they wouldn't let you give your training. As a backup to that, then we said, well, why don't you let Sam Bushman speak? Uh, because I was attacked as well. And why don't you let <laughs> Sam Bushman set the record straight? And they chickened out on that, too. They wouldn't even let me speak to their employees. What Sam, I was going to tell their employees. Me down, they're certainly not going to have you. Well, why not? I'm a blind guy. I'm, I'm compared to you. I'm just like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but they whipped out on that, too. And this is the point about the record straight when they have seven hundred and thirty million dollars at their disposal. I mean, how much do we have at our disposal? Pennies in comparison. Okay, it's very hard for us to get the word out on these stories. Yes, we have my radio show so I can fire back. We have TV so I can fire back. We've got some friends in pretty good places on Twitter and Facebook. Look, we've had well over a million retweets of our breaking this story and stuff. So we have the ability to fire back. And no doubt, as time goes on, it changes the narrative. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't have the gatekeeping control they once had. But, man, it's sure hard to compete with their millions and millions. But they were forced to retract, and their New Day reporters don't even know that. They have to hear that from me. So I'm still waiting for Jason to get me back on what he finds on that. But Jason was too wimpy to even answer. He's like, oh, our, our press office will answer your questions. And then I wrote him this morning, and I said, oh, dear Jason, our, your press office is derelict in their duty. They haven't got back to me yet, and it's press time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So this well, is Sam, how dishonest they are. There's one other thing I wanted to say about SPLC. Uh, when the Bundy thing went down at the at the Bunkerville, at the Bundy Ranch, um, and when they were defending their land and their business as a, as ranchers, when 52 other ranchers have been shut down out of 53 ranchers in Clark County, 52 ranchers were shut down by the government, destroying the food supply, destroying businesses, destroying jobs, destroying families. Uh, that had been long time in business. Uh, that again shows the corruption of the federal government and the national media trying to make it look like the Bundys were just a bunch of tax pro- uh, protesters and dodgers. And there was a reporter there from the SPLC, and his name was Ryan. I don't remember his last name. 
he interviewed me numerous times and he called me numerous times and uh, I got to know him pretty well and he seemed and he seemed very sincere and he actually was and I said one time I was talking to him I said Ryan I said why do you work for the SPLC I said they were so dishonest and you have to know that by now and I said I, I said Ryan you're a good man a good person and you're honest you're not going to last long with this, the SPLC. You will not stay there very long. He lasted three years, and and probably two of that was way too long. Well, and the Southern Poverty, Southern Poverty Law Center has been so discredited. We'll talk about the people that we uh, sparred with back in the day that are no longer there and why they're not there. We'll talk about that with the good sheriff in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The four Americans kidnapped by suspected drug cartel members have been found. Details are sketchy, but two of them are dead. One is wounded and one is unharmed. NBC correspondent Morgan Chesky in Brownsville, Texas. Officials say that this group of four U.S. citizens was crossing into Mexico from here in Brownsville into Matamoros so one of those women could get a cosmetic procedure done. Instead, they ended up driving right into the middle of a gunfight that ended in a terrifying kidnapping. Snowden communities in San Bernardino, California, are getting some relief as emergency crews clear the roads, but residents who live on privately owned roads the state will not help you clear them and you must hire someone to do it um, our residential streets aren't plowed yet they have like all the main roads plowed but we can't get out of our houses i haven't seen my kid in 11 days a southwest airlines flight from cuba to florida turned back to havana for an emergency landing after it hit birds and suffered engine trouble in the incident that filled the cabin with smoke after sunday's incident the airlines are reporting Flight 3923 had just taken off from Havana for Fort Lauderdale when it was believed to have experienced bird strikes to an engine and the nose cone. Pilots landed the plane safely back in Havana. Rising mortgage rates are slowing the U.S. housing market, making the crucial spring selling season a little less than stellar so far. Economists, home builders, and real estate agents saw evidence of better days in early 2023. That's when the interest rates went from 7% in November to 6.9% in early February. But that wasn't enough to lure back a lot of buyers, just a few. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is on the hot seat this hour in Washington. Powell is likely to caution lawmakers strong economic activity this year could see a raise in interest rates. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. USA News. Non-attorney spokesperson ad sponsored by Open Jar Concepts. Attention veterans and active duty military. If you were issued earplugs between 2002 and 2016 and were diagnosed with hearing loss or ringing in the ears, you may be entitled to compensation. The manufacturer of these military earplugs recently paid $9.1 million to resolve claims that their earplugs were defective, potentially exposing service members to damaging sound levels that could have resulted in hearing loss or tinnitus. If you or a loved one were issued earplugs and were diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss, don't wait. You fought for this country, and our attorneys want to fight for you. Call 800-958-2145 now for a free legal consultation and to see if you may be eligible to file a claim. Time restrictions may apply, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. 
So call 800-958-2145 now. Again, 800-958-2145. That's 800-958-2145. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So we're talking about the Southern Poverty Law Center. They've lied, 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 lied. And Richard was telling about this good guy that actually worked for him, and he finally saw the truth. He lasted three years and couldn't stay there. I wonder how long Jason will be able to stay there. But the point that we're getting at is there: these people have been discredited. The people that were there before, Morris D's, many others that we worked with as we've been sparring with these dishonest thugs for years, forcing them to retract and more, proving they're discredited until the cows come home. Uh, the fact is that, look, these guys were basically caught in racism, caught in sexism, caught in sex um, agendas towards their employees and everything else, disgraced Morris D's and everybody else is out at the organization. They have a track record that's that's something, Sheriff. Yeah, it's not just Morris D's either, even though they, they uh, put up with him for a long time. Uh, his record uh, in the divorces he had and custody battles that he had that were uh, saturated with uh, sex abuse uh, and and even worse. But Morris Dees was not, they knew from the get-go that he was not an upstanding individual. Uh, and then the executive director and who did most of their media, I don't know why they had him do media because he was a funny-looking guy big time, uh, and that was Mark Potok. And Mark Potok, I had his uh, personal cell number uh, because of all the uh, interaction that we had during uh, the lawsuit phase of our relationship. And, uh, and, and you know, one other thing, Sam, about the lawsuit was it did not go forward because of a technicality. And the Southern Poverty Law Center has a, a team of lawyers that look at every possibility and the reason being is that they claimed that whether you know about the article or not, you could find out about the article 364 days after it was out. And then you got to hurry up and try really fast to get a lawyer because you have one day to do it. And so for some crazy reason, the courts never go by when you found out about it. They only go about, hey, if you didn't find out about it, then it must not have done you any harm. And and so they do not give any deference to that whatsoever. You get one year to file the lawsuit. If it's not filed within that time frame, then you're 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 dead meat. So during that time, that year expired and uh so the law summer uh SPLC just basically told me to pound sand, but they did uh admit their their error because that happened before the year was up and so they decided well we better take care of that or this mac guy is going to get us sued big time and so while we were in that all that negotiation i never imagined that that year would go up uh, or or expire uh, because we'd already been in negotiations about it and i thought hey i've already done this so you have to file it in court not just file it with them and and so so anyway it was a it was a Minor technicality, but it was huge as far as not being able to proceed with the lawsuit. And and so Mark Potok and I were talking uh, all the time. Well, he was uh, quite the liar, and, and that's all anybody is with them. 
their employees. Mike or Mark and Morris and all these thugs are now out because of scandalous. And since they have so much money and since they're such a secret organization for the most part, um, you know what? You can't really know anything about it, but they're, both of those guys have been disgraced and they're gone. I asked Jason about that, too. He's like, oh, I don't really know much about that. And I said, Jason, you got to dig into the people. How come you're so on digging into me, but yet you don't even know the facts about your own organization that you supposedly work for, sir? Shame on you. What a disgrace you are. I told him these things. Yeah, of course. And and that's uh, that's an easy thing to tell tell any of the reporters. And and some of these people, like Jason, sounds like he's trying, he's trying to play both sides. Oh yeah, I want to be loyal to Southern Poverty Law Center, but I also want to tell the truth. You can't do both. It's That's impossible. And and then he asked me how much money I make from radio, and I refused to answer because some of that is is um, contractual, so I can't relate details. But let's face it, I I make um, I spend more money on radio than I make, Sheriff. Um, not because radio can't bring in any money, but because I want to grow the organization. So I spend more money than I make. Then I asked him how much he made from the Southern Poverty Law Center, and he refused to tell me. Yeah. yeah. But I'm ready to throw down and talk about how much the Southern Poverty Law Center people make versus how much we make, Sheriff. You ready to go ahead and do a blow-by-blow transparency on that with them? Oh, hefty, yes. Yes, absolutely. All right. So I've invited them to the news table to discuss this. And so far, they're chicken. They won't come. They're not. They're silent. It's radio silence on it. But what they want to do then is say, oh, Sam won't reveal how much money he makes, but he's profiting big time from white supremacy. You guys are off your rock crazy. I got four times the amount of hours promoted by black hosts than white hosts. First of all, I've got women and men. I've got liberals and conservatives on the network, Sheriff. Um, I just believe it's a free speech platform. And they've got a problem with that. So they even attacked my wife. My wife did a homeschooling blog called Stick to It Kids. Uh, you know what? Kids that learn to stick to their tasks and learn to finish what they start and things. Um, that really helps children grow up and become successful adults. Anyway, they even tried to attack her and say, oh, Sam Bushman, the infamous white supremacist, uh, was, is involved with Stick to It Charts. My wife created charts to help children do their chores, and she put it in her blog. So now they're attacking Stick to It Charts for crying out loud, Sheriff. These people are nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll. Uh, they, there's no, there's no depths they won't stoop to, uh, and and they will, and they have, uh, like the lunacy they put out about menstruation. I mean, it was a front page article, front page, bold as heck on the front page of their stupid magazine. But going after Julie uh, is it, just absolutely crazy. Uh, and, and, and my wife doesn't have a political bone in her body. Now, don't get me wrong. She agrees with me on fundamental principles and things like that. Right. But she's just not a political person. To attack her yeah, literally is completely out of bounds, Sheriff. I mean, trying to make a chart for your kids to do uh, their chores and, uh, you know, homeschooling ideas. And a blog ideas. on how to raise children and stuff like that. It's, it's right. a blog yeah. about how to deal with children and, you know, all this stuff. And, You're not teaching them that abortion is good. That's the problem. Oh, that's Sam. the problem, Roger. Yeah. That, and I'm also not teaching them to be, get involved with their attorneys and go riot and and uh, create violent insurrections and terrorist activity. I don't do pretend that. And my wife a, doesn't pretend either. Pretend to be a peaceful protester, and then switch into black covered clothing, so that you can dodge the whole thing and hide, and then get arrested with the SPLC attorney. Yeah. All right. You know, I mentioned that. I mentioned that the Southern Poverty Law Center has lied about so many different things. And I mentioned that Charlottesville, and I mentioned that January 6th, and I mentioned that this latest scenario, 
the left is the extremist. Now, Donald Trump tried to be fair and say it's both sides. There's extremists on both sides that are taking advantage of situations, but there's a lot of good people on both sides. But And they literally relentlessly attack Donald for telling the truth on that. But, ladies and gentlemen, now Tucker Carlson has some of the footage. I don't think he genuinely got the footage that we were promised. I think Kevin McCarthy's a deep state thug, and he's kind of manipulating this. But Tucker Carlson did have an incredible show last night, and Tucker Carlson says January 6th footage demolishes claims of insurrections. Theblaze.com with that piece. Now listen, Capitol Police officers were seen leading Jacob Chansley around. He's a Navy veteran, widely referred to in the mainstream liberal media rags as the QAnon shaman so to speak. But the cops are leading this guy around the building without incident. Carlson reported that officers were seen showing Chansley around, even trying to open unlocked doors for him. And at one point, uh, at least nine police officers were right near him in close proximity to him. And there was no incident. None of them slowed him down. None of them tried to stop him. None of them did anything but to help him Carlson noted. Now I've got a clip from the show we're going to play, and then Mac watched it. We're going to break that down for you. It starts now. Within hours of January 6th, literally hours, you began to hear that day described as a deadly insurrection, and not described by one news outlet or one politician, but in unison by all of them, almost like it was coordinated, a deadly insurrection. That's how history may record January 6th. But the tape that we reviewed from within the building on that day proves it was neither an insurrection nor deadly. Here it is. January 6th, when an estimated 2,000 rioters breached the Capitol building, causing the deaths of five police officers. Certain dates echo throughout history. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th. The mob beat officers with anything they had on them. Hockey stick, flagpole, a fire extinguisher. Police officers died. Donald Trump supporters who, of course, rioted and killed police officers. By the evening of January 6th, the Democratic Party and its publicists in the national news media had settled on a description of what had happened that day. They distilled an enormous number of highly complex events, events that even now we don't fully understand, into a single emotionally related political slogan, which they've repeated for years with remarkable discipline. January 6th, they said, was a deadly insurrection. There was a deadly insurrection that the right wing is trying to cover up. He incited a deadly insurrection. Incited a deadly insurrection. The violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago it was about white supremacy, in my view. A deadly insurrection. Everything about that phrase is a lie. Very little about January 6th was organized or violent. Surveillance video from inside the Capitol shows mostly peaceful chaos. But the slogan worked. The term deadly carries enormous emotional power, which is why they used it. To prove the insurrection was deadly, propagandists pointed to the death of an officer called Brian Sicknick. The mob killed Officer Brian Sicknick. That's what they said. It was their single most powerful indictment of the January 6th protesters and of Donald Trump and of Republican voters nationally. They repeated that claim for years. They are still repeating it. At first, they told the country that Officer Sicknick was murdered with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. 
That story came from the New York Times, which is effectively the assignment editor for most of the rest of American media. It was a lie, untrue in any way. But only after that lie had hardened into conventional wisdom did the newspaper bother to retract it. The New York Times has quietly retracted its story about the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. The damage had been done. Brian Sicknick, himself a Trump voter, had been transformed without his consent into a political martyr of the left. His memory was shamelessly exploited by the incoming Biden administration. In February of 2021, Sicknick's body lay in state in the Capitol Rotunda, where a parade of unscrupulous politicians made use of it. Here's Joe Biden. Breaking down the doors, trying to overturn an outcome of election, and killing several police officers in the meantime. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. This tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. And it was indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by Trump supporters. And they know that because they saw this tape. We can be sure because the footage contains an electronic bookmark that is still archived in the Capitol's computer system. That means that investigators working for the Democratic Party reviewed this tape. They saw it, but they refused to release the tape to the public. Why? Because this tape would shatter the fraud they were perpetrating on the country. Because hiding the truth served their political interest. They lied about the police officer they claimed to revere. If they were willing to do that, then their dishonesty knew no limits. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And you watched the Tucker Carlson show last night. I appreciate that Tucker's telling somewhat of the truth and exposing it, but I don't like all the footage in the hands of one guy, Sheriff, either. Uh, I, I find that even borderline illegal. How could so how Mike could Lindell? Mike Lindell just so you know is threatening to sue. Uh, Kevin McCarthy over that very point you're making. He should. Yeah, every news outlet should. But how do you give it to just one outlet? Your buddies at Fox. How do you do that? I mean, it's telling everybody, I play favorites. And and McCarthy can't be that stupid to think that he could tell everybody he plays favorites. You can't do that. You're He is uh, the third in line. or second in line to be the president of the United States. And he uh, works and represents the state of California, and he works and represents the United States government. And and for him to be able to say, oh, yeah, we got all this great footage, and I'm just giving it to Fox. Uh, Not only just Fox, I'm only giving it to Tucker Carlson. No, And furthermore, we find out details that Tucker didn't really get all the footage. He was given certain footage to have access to play, and he was allowed to review some footage. Well, anyway, uh, the story goes that there's a computer program 
that they used that supposedly helped Tucker know what to focus on, Sheriff. Do you find uh, issues with that? It's kind of like we're going to use a program to tell you what the election outcomes are. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Wow. And, yeah, that's another one. You better believe it. But it's time to be honest with you. Uh, you and I have a pretty close relationship with Epic Times. And uh, Epic Times put out, what, eight, nine months ago? Ten months ago? A year ago? Yes, incredible footage. An amazing video, an amazing documentary about what really happened on January 6th. And they show this very uh, footage in there. Uh, I would say 90% of what Tucker talked about yesterday has already been exposed by Epic Times almost a year ago. And and so uh, I'm wondering where Epic Times got their information that Tucker couldn't have got it before and why he's not saying Epic Times has already released this stuff too. Uh, and and Ray Epps is the big name that came up with Tucker Carlson's footage last night and with Epic Times. And Ray Epps, it was a provocateur, and he was telling everybody, go inside, we've got to go inside. We've got to breach. Well, he was the- whispering in people's yeah. ears right before they breached the barricades and everything. I mean, we have this guy on video every way from Sunday provocateur actions, but he goes free today, Sheriff. But but there was better there were better uh, provocateurs than just him. Uh, he was a little bit more silent and and measured, uh, but he yelled it out a couple of times. We've got to breach the Let's go in. Let's go. Of course, he never went in. So they said we couldn't arrest him for for inciting a riot. Are you kidding? They want to arrest Trump for that. Trump never told people to go inside. Trump never even went to the Capitol. No. And and so Trump doesn't doesn't promote that, and they want to indict him for it uh, and arrest him for it and want him to go to prison for it. But Ray Epps does it, and they say they can't arrest him because he, he didn't break the law. That's Sam, this thing stinks to high heaven. And the liar from CNN who came to my home and, and spoke to me, Sarah Sidner, uh, Sarah Sidner, the liar uh, that she is. Well, and and I told her, she says, why didn't, why aren't you following this? Why aren't you following? Why aren't you watching? You're not even watching the January 6th hearings, are you? And I said, no, because I'm not going to watch a bunch of liars. Um, there's just so much my stomach can take with stuff like that. And she goes, well, here they are presenting the case. And I said, What? Presenting a case, since when does a jury get to be formed of the the person's, the accused person's biggest enemies? I said, I thought we got rid of that kind of juries, you know, and you're sitting here now supporting it. And, and oh, my goodness, and it is so corrupt, and we've got so much work to do. And, folks, Southern, Southern Poly Law Center is just a minor symptom of the big problem. The overall big problem here is the collusion. You heard it. You heard it. Biden is quoting the same exact talking points that the national media is. How do they collude? How do they? Well, hey, we learned that from Elon Musk. They literally are in bed. The FBI's got like a division of Twitter, buddy. And they collude like that. And we have evidence of all that. But see, why aren't people going to prison for this, Sheriff? Where are the arrests for this criminal activity? 
because you the, have nine the, police officers literally leading this guy around now that's in prison, opening doors for him, unlocking doors for him, and then we yeah. find out that how are they not arrested? And the guy that was praying and trying to keep people safe, and he's in prison. And, and Sam, this this just stinks to high heaven, and and this is just again a minor symptom of the grand scale. Do you know why nobody's going to go to prison? The the nine or ten, uh, Liz Cheney, uh, all of them that were on that, you know, uh, Schiff, Adam Schiff is probably going to be the next senator uh, from California. Uh, he's the biggest liar. He admitted that he lied about Trump and the Russian hoax. He didn't call it a hoax, of course. He said it was still real. He was on Don Lemon on CNN, and Don Lemon yes. says, why lie? Why embellish? And he says, oh, yeah, I admit that, you know, because I was trying to make a point. And and so everybody supports yeah. this lie. And he was lying the whole time, and he's still lying. And now well, they and think Donald Trump, Donald yeah, Trump yeah. tried to get people uh, there, uh, the National Guard and everything else, to make sure that there wasn't a rebellion, that it was peaceful. And Nancy Pelosi shut it down, Sheriff. Why isn't she arrested? See, Sam, and, and the reason, Sam, the bottom line is reason none of them will be arrested and they're hailed as heroes is because of the ubiquitous corruption. <laughs> it's too big. The judges, well, we got, the prosecutors. We got the, the Southern Poly Law Center attorney arrested. Now that's a start, and we just need to keep it up and start arresting criminals all the way down the line, ladies and gentlemen. And the truth shall set us free. Hey, uh, the idea that I'm a white supremacist is an absolute satanic lie. I don't even factually know what color I am. Okay, folks? I don't. I've never seen a day in my life. Everybody tells me that I'm white, but I don't know that they're telling the truth. Okay? And so, you know, I don't really know what all that even means. I just know when people are, are good, honest, righteous people, they're friends of mine. When they promote God, family, and country, when they protect life, liberty, and property, I want to spend time with those people. Those people who lie and cheat and steal and, and are dishonest and, and who want uh, anything but peace and prosperity and civility, I want nothing to do with, Sheriff. My whole life proves it. Well, Sam, our entire effort at CSPOA, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, our entire movement has been based on a peaceful and effective solution we do not advocate violence we do not support any violence from the right or the left or in anything in between we have whore violence every time you start your show you talk about peaceful restoration not rebellion but peaceful restoration of our constitution and fundamental principles uh these these aren't lines sam they're not selling points they're not talking points they're not programmed. There's not collusion with national uh, PR directors or how do we get our propaganda uh, banged through the heads of all the people of America and get the brainwashing going, as Tucker very adeptly pointed out, between the White House and major politicians and uh, the national media, the lamestream media. All using the talk, same talking points, Sam. How do they do that? They're colluding. That's why they're part of the same corruption. 
Well, it's I think it's Louisiana and Missouri. Two attorney generals are digging into this and getting more and more evidence on the court docket proving your point, Sheriff. So the fact is we're coming after them, and the fact is when we're on God's side, we win in the end. Write that down. They hate that, but that is the truth. We will win in the end, Sheriff. I believe we will, too. I, I, I really wish it was faster. And, Amen and to that. Sam, I, I, I look at the people uh, that donate a $730 million to Southern Poverty Law Center, and we, and we look at our solution and say, and we can't get a, a couple of hundred thousand, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I, it, it's just mind-boggling how this evil organization is able to bring in so much filthy money, and I'm going to have to call it filthy money. And I know there's some good people that donate to them, but boy, they have been hoodwinked, and not just hoodwinked, but they have been brainwashed. And for the for the Jewish community. Anybody, any Jew that sends money to the Southern Poverty Law Center, you are being lied to, you are being used, and you're sharing your talents uh, and your resources with a very evil organization. By the way, if we had 1% of what the Southern Poverty Law Center has, we'd have $7.3 million. We could operate the CSPOA for a couple of years and crank up our training a hundredfold. Uh, Sheriff, if we could just get 1% of what they have. People, you need to become part of the posse today. If we had a million Americans put in a dollar a day, we'd have $30 million a year. Just imagine what Liberty News Radio, Loving Liberty Radio Networks, Friday on Radio and TV, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Just think of what we could do with that kind of money, ladies and gentlemen. Get involved in the solutions. The point is the truth shall set us free. The more they try to attack us, the more it backfires and the truth comes out. That's what we're celebrating today. The truth coming out on 9-11, the truth coming out on January 6th, the truth coming out on uh, everything that we talk about, including this latest scandal for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Boy, how did we got traction on this one and thank the heavens that we do. Jason, I still challenge you to come on the radio, buddy. We'll do a blow by blow of how much money we each make. And we'll even do it with all the CSPOA leadership and how much they all make, too, if you do it with the Southern Poverty Law Center. Let's go ahead and just break it on out, buddy. You ready to do it? Or are you just afraid and going to try to slander me in your own rags, but yet not have any ability to have an open, transparent conversation? I challenge you to that debate. And if you guys over there with or $730 million or two broke, I'll even pay the freight, baby. Come on, Jason. Bring you and your buddies and let's just do it transparent open as all get out come on you want to go on the national stage at the national press club we'll do that too for sheriff mac and sam bushman god save the republic